I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Recording. Recording. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're back. Another Bachelorette Monday. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth The, the Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we're back, and Luke P is still getting on everybody's goddamn nerves. He's still here, everybody. <laughs> God, uh, he is truly dominating the whole season. I can tell. Yeah. It's annoying watching him as an audience member. I can only imagine being in the house with somebody who just keeps getting all the attention. (laughs) And someone who everyone is on a united front, like, okay, we are going to all tell Hannah he's garbage. And then he's still there. Yeah. That must be very frustrating. That must be so, he's so blatantly a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. she can't see it. Nope. Oh my God. So what are your initial thoughts of this very frustrating episode? <laughs> well, um, my first thought is that if she did not keep Luke P around, this show would literally be 30 minutes on Facebook watch because <laughs> they are providing all of the drama or yeah. he is single-handedly mm-hmm. providing single-handedly. all of the drama. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to get, I saw in the previews, it's like weird, like masculinity, like not my queen, not my queen, like weird thing going on. But Next as far, week? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as, what we've seen so far, Luke has uh, carried a lot of this drama, a lot of the two hours on his back. That's so which true. Is, ooh, yeah. I, uh, oof, I, I feel bad for the editing room, too. Because they have to really... They got to finesse they, and piece and... Mm-hmm. Piece it all together, all around this one character. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, she seems to really like him, apparently. Uh, I but guess. I could also see, as you said last week, him being like a producer pick for sure. Mm-hmm. Because everybody mm-hmm. else in the house is getting along, like swimming. Yeah, they're fine. So, they're fine. Like they need him to create two hours mm-hmm. or else what the hell are we going to watch? Right. Nobody else is fighting. Right. And Cam was just too, 
Like, the fact that he was, like, a broke scammer, it was just, like, not going to work <laughs> out. Like, he just, there was no redeeming anything about this man. <laughs> broke scammer. <laughs> so like, oh, no, that no. wasn't going to work. Sorry, Cam. Um, mm-hmm. And then I need to know which one of these guys is going to, like, challenge Hannah. Yeah. Because it seems like everybody's just kind of going along with the fact that she, like, smiles and does cartwheels and, like, chicken nuggets. And that's, like, enough for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know um, about any of you guys listening, but when I date, I feel like that's not enough for any of the men that I'm going after. <laughs> Right. Cartwheels and chicken nuggets, that ain't enough. That's not (laughs) enough to keep a man around. Mm -mm. So I'm wondering who's going to challenge her. When are we going to get deep a little bit? What are we going to, who's going to be the one? Because it's going to happen. We're only on episode five. So I feel like everyone is at the same level in their relationships talking about the same. There's no one who's like out storied anyone nope. you know what i mean no nope. or outshone anyone or know or... something about her that the other guys don't yeah nothing yeah that's another one yeah usually there's yeah. one person who somehow has gotten a story mm-hmm. out of the lead or has gotten some insider info and we've nobody like everyone knows hannah at the exact same level yeah <laughs> right now yeah yeah and mm. she seems to like really like everyone on the same level like you're mm-hmm. a great guy you're a great guy. You're a great mm-hmm. guy. And I'm like, that's not what? Yeah. Um, and then how did this show in the same episode take Luke S, who has an alleged tequila company. We don't know what it is, but I love tequila, Luke, and I'll buy some. Christine does her drink. Jed blatantly told her he was on this show for likes, and she was like, oh, he's so honest, and gave him the rose. <laughs> like the same episode though yes how is that and the they, same like in the, it was the same story it was parallel storylines yep mm-hmm. it shows you how through the producing and the editing they they pick favorites yeah yeah because jet ain't shit just in the same <laughs> way that lucas ain't shit <laughs> They both came on there with some ulterior motives, yeah. but Jed's got swooped into he's the honest, you know, musician who, you know, came to Jesus and found out that he actually loves her and doesn't want to pursue music. Meanwhile, Luke S is being pitted against Luke P and is being thrown basically onto the bus and is being questioned now for his character integrity. For and Jed didn't get any of that treatment. Uh, that. None, none. None. And for doing something that I don't think is bad, like having a backup plan is not a bad idea. That's not bad. They all there with some backup plan. Yeah. You'd be stupid not to. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting how it was in the same hour that I was watching mm-hmm. this. I was like, huh. Okay, we're just not so we're supposed to ignore this. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your your thoughts, friend? My thoughts, uh, Lord Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. <laughs> I mean, I've said it from the beginning. She's just too young to be looking for a husband. I she's know. so easily impressed. Mm-hmm. She's so impressed. She is still riding on Luke P's I lo- I'm falling for you nonsense from episode two when the rest of America was so grossed out. She is still riding on that. Yeah. To the point where she has literally lost all critical thinking skills. Oh, no. And 
these guys are coming to her one after another telling her that this guy is awful. Mm -hmm. And, like, believe us, we live in the house with him day in and day out. And yet, for whatever reason, she just bypassed the fact that he is, like, has a whole violent streak. (laughs) He's at the center of all kinds of drama. Mm -hmm. Like, bypassing all of the red flags because she is still riding on that I'm falling in love with you from... Three, from three episodes ago. Which apparently she wanted, which is even crazier. It makes me feel like it didn't even have to be Luke P. It could have been any of the guys oh, yeah, no, that got up anybody. on stage and said, I'm mm-hmm. falling for you. And she would be like, oh my God, he really feels it. Like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> That's all you needed? That's it? Yeah, yeah. So this could have been anybody? That's, I can't. that's another feeling I'm getting too. That's why she keeps saying, you're a great guy, you're a great guy. Because all these guys are just ticking off her list which I'm mm-hmm. sure is five points long, if that. And <laughs> she just keeps going through the same criteria for everybody. And mm-hmm. it just, her standards, like, aren't crazy. Ain't very high. Yeah. Ain't very high. Yeah. Um, there obviously was no Hannah used her words moment. Oh, my no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hell no. <laughs> She did not use any words. She just got straight swindled yeah. by Luke P all damn episode mm-hmm. when she just last week was putting him in his place. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly she's falling back under his spell. Um, but in other news, I'm starting to come around to Mr. Quarterback, Tyler. Uh, right? Right? Yeah. Yes. I came oh, around to him okay. last week. I was like, oh, okay. But now this week is like definite. I really like yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This week, I, I finally was able to look past that face oh that God. I he never trusted. Face. <laughs> it's a beautiful face, but I don't trust it. Yeah. It's too damn beautiful looking. <laughs> it's very conventionally beautiful. I don't yeah. like that. I like beautiful, but like God. a little weird, like a weird nose a or little, something. Yeah, character. He's very conventionally good looking. I don't trust that shit. Yeah. But we got a little bit of depth out of him, a little story, a little bit of substance, mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems to be uh, a nice dude. Yeah, so he does. I'm starting to come around. I still want to see a little bit more, but I'm coming around to yeah. him a little bit. Um, all right. So before we get into the recap and all of that, we do have a very special announcement. Um, it is Wednesday today, which means today is our special live stream Yay! that we are recording. It drops tonight or not drops. We will be live mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, Patreon at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. Um, where we will be at answering all you guys' questions that you guys have been sending to us over Instagram and Twitter over mm-hmm. the past weekend. Um, how does this yeah, you guys, stream thing Yeah, you guys work? sent us some, mm-hmm. some good questions, so I'm excited to answer them. Um, so the mm-hmm. program that we're using is called Get Vocal, V-O-K-L. Um, and you'll be able to log in through Patreon to be able to see it. Um, so all of our patrons will just be able to go to either the Patreon app or patreon.com. And mm-hmm. just be along with us. We're going to be eating. We're going to be chatting. We're going to be answering your mm-hmm. questions. It's going to be so yeah. fun. It's going to be fun. We're yeah. going to talk about our personal lives a little bit. Ooh. About our careers, mm-hmm. dating life, mm-hmm. all kinds of cool questions that you guys sent in. So yeah. um, come and eat dinner with us mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, let's chit chat it up. Shout out to everybody on Patreon. Love y'all. Yay. Continue to screenshots 
yourself listening to us and posting it to your Instagram story. Uh, we are all over social media. Mm-hmm. You can live tweet with us every Monday. Our handle on Twitter is the number two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. And I think it was this week that we hit a thousand patrons. We did. I think it was uh, like Thursday or Friday or something. So shout out to everybody. Shout out to our thousandth patron who emailed us. It was like, hey, I think yes. you're the thousandth one. So excited. I know, I love that. <laughs> We're so excited to have you guys here. Whether you are a bazillionaire, whether you are giving up $5 and we know it's hard for you, thank you so much for supporting us and we appreciate it. Always, always, always. Truly love you all. Yes. Um, and you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Um, and it's the same on Facebook. Same on Instagram. We're live on Instagram all the time with polls and questions and memes and all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. come visit. Come say and hey. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are on iTunes still. You can still rate us there, mm-hmm. review us. Um, still write us up a little review, how you like the podcast. Mm-hmm. So go over and do that if you haven't done that already. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Justine, I know you got a lot of lovely... Church announcements. Church announcements. Yay. Take us to church. What about your program? Um, so we have two names to shout out. We have Abby, um, who just shouted us out, gave us some love. She lives on City Island. I can't believe we have a listener who lives there. That is really something. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Carolyn, who gave us a lot of insight, of, particularly about Gainesville, Georgia. Um, and she... Where Luke P is from. Where right? Luke P is from, yes. So gave us some insight mm-hmm. into why Luke P is the way he is and his uh, counterparts, who are probably just like him. Straight out of Gainesville, mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. They just breed in psychos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're taught to, like, protect a woman's heart. And this, that, and the third. And it's all this stuff that's, like, rooted in the same three Bible verses. Um, instead of, like, being your own person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I, I understand. And uh, we had another email from our listener, Lauren, who said that women are taught in the South to have a servant's heart. Um, which is probably why Hannah is, like, standing back quite a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's not shocking to me that she has had feuds with women on her season of The Bachelor, but can't seem Mm -hmm. to really stand up for herself on her season of The Bachelorette. Mm. It is very obvious to me now why, with all the explanations of our listeners in the Bible Belt. So shout out to you guys. And, um... Katie, Carolyn. Lord. Yeah, I know. Carolyn, um, <laughs> shout out to you because you go to a Christian college and you listen to this show. So <laughs> to our, it's our, our foolishment. Because <laughs> oh, we have that E staying next to our name. <laughs> iTunes. Uh-huh. Yep, iTunes explicit. explicit. So shout out to you and your Bible. That shit is wild, though. Jesus ain't telling these <laughs> men down here to be violent, no. aggressive nope. as toxic, masculine, foolish men. Mm-hmm. And nor is he telling these women to be subservient people who can't stand up for themselves. For, yeah, right. 
Right. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Don't be bringing no damn Bible verses justifying foolishness. <laughs> Jesus, I don't like this. Yeah, nah, it's more like the agenda of these pastors. That yes, yeah, it's the agenda mm-hmm. exactly. The man-made agenda because mm-hmm. this is some craziness mm-hmm. and sounds very archaic. Yeah, like if you ask me. Yeah. So, uh, but thanks for the emails and enlighten us. Yes, keep enlightening down, us about Hannah there. B. That's it. Um, I do have the tiniest piece of Bachelor Nation news. Raven and Adam got engaged over the weekend. I saw. Saw, right? Yes. Um, So remember, they met on Bachelor in Paradise, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which typically ends in engagements. Right. Which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But they met and just continued dating. Mm-hmm. They've been dating for the last, seems like a year or two. Gotta be, because VIP. Like they were on like two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So they had a full relationship, full courtship. And Adam engaged to Raven over the weekend. Yay. Looked like he proposed on like the top of the W Hotel in Dallas and had the whole photographer. And she seemed all surprised. And mm-hmm. had a big old giant rock on her finger. Mm-hmm. I know. I was wondering. Oh. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Neil Lane's. Like, yeah, is that Neil Lane's ring? <laughs> Neil Lane's K face. collection, perhaps? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and they're going to collab? Who knows? Can't wait. Know. Can't wait for the sponsored ads. Can't wait. I know. Cannot wait. Uh, so shout out to them. Yeah. I know. Like Cute. She mm-hmm. still looks so young to me, even though she's not. She's like 27, 28. So that's like normal yeah, age to be engaged, especially down south. But she just still yeah. looks incredibly young to me. I don't know what it is. She does, Raven? Yeah. Uh, she was she had work done to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the recap. <laughs> <laughs> Her boobs are huge. I feel like they're fake. I feel like that was a thing on the show. And then um her face looks kinda like she's done some a little something to it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know these people. I don't care, but I'm happy for them. Yes, they found yes. love, and they did it in a very like real way. Yes, so and they found love in a hopeless place. So we're happy. Mm-hmm. Should we go on to the recap? Let's go. Let's go. All right. So we open up this episode, and the boys are all sitting around chit chatting about. Cam's nonsense from last week. <laughs> Cam is no longer in the house. He went home, but he has left a legacy mm-hmm. enough for these guys to keep talking shit about him. Mm-hmm. And that horrible, ridiculous sob story that he gave. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Harrison comes walking in and tells the boys it's time to leave the mansion. They're going on their first trip and they're headed to Newport, Rhode Island. I forget that Rhode Island is a state. You do? Yes. You don't hear anything ever about Rhode Island. Well, it's a that's why state. they pay the bachelor $700,000 to go and stay in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our... Board put the work mm-hmm. this season. Shout out to our Rhode Island listeners, but... Um, and I like Newport. I think Newport's really cute. It looked very beautiful. Yeah. Cute little, like, beachfront sea mm-hmm. town. Um, but it's just one of those states that kind of just like flies under the radar, mm. you know, there's mm. probably some f- crazy fuck shit going on in there, but we don't hear about it. They're just flying low. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know what goes on in Rhode Island. Um, anyways, it looks very beautiful. The guys head to their hotel. 
um, which to me looked like a beachfront motel. Yeah, right? Or like a, like low a budget. bed and breakfast from like 1972. Mm-hmm. It looked very dated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked like the hotel was overdue for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, three stars on TripAdvisor. <laughs> they did not, <laughs> did not give a big budget for this episode. Um, Peter is out here lying, talking about this looks very romantic here. Stop. Also, here Peter, you're still with 14 other guys. You know you don't want it to be romantic. Exactly. Stop. <laughs> um, so they check into the hotel. First date card arrives, and it's a one-on-one date for Jed. Cutie. And it says, meet me in Boston. So... Boston, I guess, is not that far from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I was it's like, not. I need to pull up a map. Where are we? <laughs> it's not? Okay. Because <laughs> like, I thought we were in Rhode Island. Why are we going to Massachusetts? I know, that's what I thought. I was like, wait, are they in Boston? Did yeah. I just hear Rhode Island? No. We Did I make that up? in Rhode Island. No, I guess it's not that far. Yeah. Um. So they head to Boston. Hannah meets up with Jed. She is wearing... A horrendous <laughs> black leather jacket with just look like studs and sequins just Everywhere. vomited all over it. Everywhere. Did you see the person who tweeted it? No. That's a fifteen hundred dollar jacket. It looks like anything that has like a whole bunch of studs like that, I assume is very pricey. Yeah. But was very ugly. <laughs> I would it was Holston, I think. I would have definitely preferred her in like an all saints jacket. Something like that's like known for a nice leather something moment. Yeah, just take out the studs. It looked very like nightlife, nighttimey, not a daytime walking around in the mar- seafood market. You know? Yeah. Ooh, definitely not in a seafood market. Ooh, no. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hannah made me laugh though, because so we're in Boston, which is you have to remember the Boston Tea Party mm-hmm. and all that shit that you learned in like eighth grade. Yeah. Like U.S. history. And she was struggling with the Oof. no taxation without representation, which even I was struggling. In my head, I was oh my like, God. Is it, I had what is she, is no <laughs> idea what she was talking about. I, I was remember. like, girl, good for you for even knowing that there was a phrase. <laughs> oh, God. That, that threw me all the way back to middle school. Mm-hmm. No taxation without representation. Um, so anyways, Jen arrives for his dates. She does the whole jump straddle. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a run jump hood. It was just a jump. A standing jump straddle is what she did. Um, they For their date, they're just going to be walking around Boston. They head to a seafood market and um, they, I don't know. Walk look around, at look at seafood, which <laughs> is, I don't really know. When she said she was like, I just wanted somebody on this date who's going to have some adventure with me. I was like, is this adventurous? Yeah, we're walking around a major city. Also, <laughs> why did you have to go to Boston for this? Because I'm sure Newport, Rhode Island has some great seafood. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, that you bring that up. Newport literally is on the water. <laughs> it is seafood everywhere. That's why are we in point. Boston at a seafood market? <laughs> like, did Boston beat out Rhode Island in the bid for this episode? For, this episode? for the ad yeah. money? Did Halo Top yeah. provide the money only for Boston and not for Rhode Island? What right. like is, there seems what? to be a very obvious like business decisions made here that don't <laughs> coincide with the that logic. Don't make sense. <laughs> All the guys are back at the hotel in Newport and they're off in Boston. Very very strange. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, they walk around the seafood market. Hannah's giving him a quote unquote historical tour of Boston where she's kind of making little jokes about like Ben Franklin and Paul Revere and all these, all these people we learned about middle school that nobody remembered Mm -mm. after middle school. So, (laughs) no, um, she keeps saying that she's having so much fun. She's so happy to be here with Jed. She feels so natural and easy and, all this stuff about Jed, and in my opinion, Jed was boring the shit out of me. <laughs> His energy was so low. Yeah. It was not matching her. Ex- she was so excited, mm-hmm. and I just feel so easy and natural, and blah, 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 blah mm-hmm. with Jed. And, like, he was not giving much above <laughs> the notch of five. Like, he was so <laughs> low energy. I wanted him to, like, pep it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Didn't you feel like that? Um, I felt like he actually matched her really well. I feel like she is always on 10, always, all the time. Mm-hmm. And he is, like, a nice, smooth operator. Like, I don't know. I kind of like it. He's, like, real super chilled out. I like it. I, I do like his calm energy in theory, mm-hmm. but he just seemed kind of sleepy to me <laughs> on the day. Execution didn't work out. <laughs> it just didn't work out. It's like, is he awake? Is he excited? Like, I can't even tell. Oh, like, that makes me feel oh, no, very cautious about his music as well. Mm-hmm. It was, all of that was in his head, probably. I guess. But, like, what are you even, what are you writing about in your music? If you're this chill, like, what are you singing about? Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, you know, doesn't doesn't seem. Yeah, as a singer songwriter, I would expect that you just show emotions all the time. Yes, all the time. You wear your emotions on your sleeve mm-hmm. a little bit, or you're a little bit more of an excitable person. Like yeah. you, you can feel their feelings like coming out of them. With yes. him, he's kind of hard to read. Anyway, Jed. So they head for drinks at the Cheers Bar. I guess from the show Cheers. And oh. this was an. I escaped to Wakanda personally. Mm, mm, mm. My least favorite kind of bar nightlife, the whole thing, are divey Irish pubs. Oh, say it. Say and that's, it. When I think of Boston, that's what I think of. Yeah. Divey Irish pubs yep. filled with white men wearing backwards <laughs> Boston Red Sox hats. And that's literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> And I just, those types of places, I just don't feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. I hate beer. It smells. Mm-hmm. The food is usually something very brown and fried, mm-hmm. and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't get the appeal Mm-mm. of divey Irish pubs. Nope. And, and they so, are everywhere. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're, because they're, I feel like they're so cheap to operate, because mm-hmm. you just need to sell cheap beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> hang up some, like, dusty memorabilia (laughs) up on the wall hire some like i don't even know like backpacker irish people Uh for Uh like seasonal workers like it's very cheap to operate these places yeah no overhead i i hate whenever i'm like going out with usually when i go out with like my grad school friends love them Mm -hmm. love them to death um but they are mostly of the white persuasion and they love a divey bar and i fucking hate those things so um, but anyways, they head into the cheers bar and Jed, you know, he's saying he's never felt so effortless that they gel so well, saying a lot of the same things Hannah was saying, mm-hmm. um, still not really feeling it from him, but <laughs> I guess I'll take his word for it. And everybody in the bar is like chanting for them to kiss, you know, to kiss, kiss, mm-hmm. and then they do it. 
Um, so then they go walking in a park, and what do you know? Mm. Halo Top ice cream it's conveniently has a cart in the middle of this random like park, which they um, don't have in real life. But which, it's yes, okay. I've never seen a, <laughs> this little like ice cream truck. I'm in a truck. I don't no. know what this was. It was like the little carts that the abuelas have when they sell fruits. Yeah. Except it was Halo Top, and it was a very obvious product placement. It was Mad close-ups. Oh. So random. Bad. And just like, I wish they could have integrated it in a less obvious way. It was yeah. just offensive how right. like, obvious the commercial was. And I guess Halo Top probably paid for like five minutes. Because they were talking about Halo Top for a while. Mm-hmm. So for they, a hot little minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was a Halo Top commercial directly after. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, Halo Top was paying bank. Mm-hmm. Oof. There it is. Oh, man. Um, so uh, the next part of their date, they she says she has a surprise for him, and they head to the Boston Celtics um, Auerbach Center, I guess is where they play. Whoa. Yeah, I was going to say the and, Celtics <laughs> Stadium. I don't know, no about <laughs> basketball. And then they have these two players there, mm-hmm. Terry Rosier and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, I know. Who are apparently yeah. big-time players. Mm-hmm. I don't know them, but shout out <laughs> and they presented them with like custom jerseys which is pretty cool mm-hmm. i would love to have a jersey i don't care about basketball but a jersey with my name on the back thank you <laughs> um and they basically just like played basketball with the guys hannah at one point sits down with Jalen and is trying to get advice from her from him and why he, he could i don't know but he gave some some words of wisdom yeah. that I feel like this girl needs to hear because clearly all she's talking to is producers. Yeah. She ain't making good decisions. So yeah. um, he tells her, you know, make sure you find somebody that makes you laugh, who respects you, who you can be yourself with, and who respects you for your flaws. Um, again, Hannah talks about how she doesn't have to work with Jed and how it's so natural. Mm-hmm. And like, they just kept repeating the same mm-hmm. <laughs> Things about Jed. Easy, natural, doesn't have to work for it. Um, Meanwhile, back at the hotel, all the guys are sitting around. A date card arrives, and it's a group date this time. A big one. A big one. Everybody in the house is on the card, except for our captain of the the football team, quarterback Tyler, (laughs) who we learn is going to be going on the other one-on-one date. Yep. Back on Jed's date, Hannah says he is exactly what she's wanted, and she's excited to see what else. Um, So they meet up for the nighttime portion of their date, and this is when this shit got real shocking. (laughs) It did. I've never seen something like this on any date, really. Yeah. Um, So they sit for dinner, and Jed here who's just, you know, so sweet and so genuine and mm-hmm. soft-spoken and yeah, calm, whatever. Yeah, right, nice little bear. Nice little bear. Well, Jed here reveals that music is his passion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a singer-songwriter. Yep. said it's the one thing that comes natural to him. He's grown up watching his grandma play. You know, it's been really hard for him pursuing a music career because he's questioning whether it's the right thing to do, whether it's worth it to do. And then... He flat out admits that he initially came on the show because he acknowledged it would be a platform for his music career. I love this. <laughs> that shit was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting, I sat up like, 
Did I actually hear what he just said? <laughs> Did he literally just admit that he came on the show for his career? Mm-hmm. Like, we all suspect that of the singer, songwriter, or mm-hmm. actor, model guys. But for it to be said out loud and from this guy who's been so low-key and, like, not promoting his career, like, at, at all, all. yeah, was wild. I loved so, it. He admits it, but then he kind of um, follows it up with, you know, now that he's been here and after meeting her, mm-hmm. he knows that he now is here for her and wants to get to know her better and is falling for her and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Which to me made it seem like it was really the truth. It did. It did. Yeah. I, so I have two thoughts. Okay. One, I mean, this is just wild. <laughs> the first time that someone... <laughs> Someone has flat out admitted Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they came on the show for the perks. (laughs) So I think it's interesting that they, the show, they can no longer deny that people come on the show for other Mm -hmm. reasons. Mm -hmm. These people are blowing up on social media. They are selling all kinds of foolishness. They're becoming millionaires in their own right. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no denying that there are lots of goodies that come with being on the show. So it was interesting to see them actually put on air someone admitting that especially a white country singer too the white country singer exactly um second thing is so which made me feel feel kind of like i don't know i feel kind of weird about the dude now Mm -hmm. is he said he initially came on the show for his career Mm -hmm. we have to keep in mind he just got on the show like two weeks ago (laughs) He still has only spent very minimal time with this girl. Mm-hmm. How is he suddenly, like, so here for the right reasons? Yeah. Like, now, you know, initially, five days ago, I was here for my career. <laughs> now, ago. after spending 35 minutes with you, I'm here for you. Like, what? <laughs> Come on, Jed. Come on, bro. Come on. I guess, Yeah. Uh, I mean, it felt genuine. You have to appreciate the honesty. Yes. I think that's what that's what she was seeing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of people who are still Team Jed are seeing. I still see it, too. He seems like a nice guy. He probably does really like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, that, I still can't get past that. Mm-hmm. You have not been here this long. Mm-hmm. How have you suddenly changed course, and now you realize that it's not the career that you're here for. You're here for her. Yeah, and he's always been a front runner, so I'm guessing they spent the time they spent together is really great. Okay. Um, yeah. But to go from, I'm just here for my career, I'm going to coast on the sidelines and make sure that whoever is doing my marketing strategy back home is getting it done, <laughs> to <laughs> I want to marry you in six weeks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> something ain't something ain't right. Something ain't right. It ain't all kosher, Mister Jed. Yeah. But he's he's getting away with it because he's sweet yep. little Jed. Mm-hmm. And Hannah, she didn't even blink an eye. She literally did not even blink an eye. <laughs> like we're gonna see later how Luke S. There was a mention of a possible tequila company, and she was about to throw that nigga out the house. <laughs> But with Jed, she didn't even blink an eye when he said he came here for a full-on Hollywood music career. My God. So she's all smiles. She's talking about how she appreciates his honesty mm-hmm. and she's you know, ready to support his career. And then he, what did he say? What did she say? So then she asked oh, him, she was like, well, I'm here for marriage at the end of this. So how are you going to balance like marriage and pursuing a music career. And I'm like, girl, you already signed up for this now? 
Now you signed up for <laughs> yeah. the career that he signed up for your show for? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> now you're alone for the scamming ride? How did that happen? Oh, God. She didn't blame. Mm-mm. She was ready. No, she was she like, was you ready. know what? Let's go. You a singer. I'm the wife. Hello. Let's go. The CMAs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The CMAs. She, the CMAs mm-hmm. are calling her. She already foresaw her whole groupie wifey uh-huh. uh, yep. future. Um, yep. Yep. Lord. And he oh, was boy. just like, you know, I know it's important to you and I'll make it a, uh, you know, not I'll make it a priority. You know, you know how they be talking. I know it's, mm-hmm. it means something to you and, you know, marriage is this, that, you know, whatever. <laughs> so this shit was wild to us but hannah just oh, fell right fell into right it in. <laughs> she snatched that group that date rose up so fast <laughs> the wording of the question i was like wait he just admitted that he is not here for the right reasons and not only do you propose to him but you also are willing to go along with those reasons Mm-hmm. She didn't, she didn't question nope. anything mm-hmm. nothing she immediately was like oh my god i appreciate your honesty <laughs> i so support your career um so tell me this when are we getting married like she didn't say so what changed between today right. and last tuesday when you came on the show for a career like what like how do you now know that you're ready for marriage mm-hmm. like you're gonna be traveling on the road a lot what is that she didn't even ask questions about like the career and how this is gonna work mm-hmm. like nothing nope. not a critical question insight Mm-mm. she snatched that date rose up so fast pinned it so fast <laughs> in his damn jacket and said i appreciate your honesty and that's all i've been asking for yep. and then they make out wow that was <laughs> History, <laughs> bachelor history. Yeah, that was really bizarre, mm-hmm. shocking slash not shocking because this is this is Hannah. Where we're we gonna get like a sudden like critical analysis from this girl? No. Yeah. Um. So I still I'm gonna keep my eye on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always have my eye on the aspiring Hollywood people of any sort. Yep. Um, I'll forever keep that in the back of my uh, my mind, and I'll forever be wondering what the fuck he's doing here. Yep. But, you know, we'll keep watching them. Um, time for the group date. It's the next day. The guys meet Hannah at this big old field mm-hmm. where there's a bunch of guys playing rugby. Oof. Now, rugby is basically football without pads. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. It is wild wild why do people like, play this why i don't know <laughs> so question two football within itself is dangerous as hell mm-hmm. and them guys got all kinds of pads rugby is literally football without pads mm-hmm. and people are just playing this for fun like, yeah and how is it fun how what? is it fun when you're getting banged up mm-hmm. oh, no. any rugby players email us why do you do this because they got female leagues, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. My and mentee why? in college was a rugby player the whole four years of school. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. Nope, nope, nope. Um, so they meet the New England rugby champs. Um, it's like a team of guys. One guy, he's just straight out like, there's no timeouts. There's no water breaks. Yeah. You know, I've seen people get banged up, guys knocked out, guys break their legs, people dying on sight. Like, it's like... <laughs> Like, the most dangerous thing ever. All the guys' faces were like, what the fuck are we about to play? 
<laughs> like, what insurance waiver did I sign for? I left Yeah, the... what did I sign for this? I'm about to die right now. Like, they looked really shook, a lot of the guys. I know, they did. And that guy also oh, no. looked like he was, like, at least in his 50s. At least. He looked old, yeah. And I was like, why are you still playing this? Old. Aren't you brittle? Anyway. Wow. Got some strong bones, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they, they practice a bit, and then they split the guys into two teams, green team and the blue team. Now, Luke P, crazy-ass Luke P, mm-hmm. is on the blue team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the two teams start playing, and these guys are, like, really tackling each other. Like, yeah. Really going at it. Um, the blue team is kicking ass. It's like zero to five. <laughs> Halftime, Kevin goes to the hospital, dislocated his whole shoulder. Yeah, they had Kevin strapped to the gurney. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Kevin. He looked like he really, they had to cut his shirt off. Yeah, because he, he couldn't move. take his shoulder out. Like he fucked his shit up. <laughs> and he didn't even, it was like, like he came over and he was like, I think my shoulder hurts. That's why I was like, oh, wait, what happened? And all of a sudden, he's in the gurney? Yep. Like, he was out. Nope. Um, so they carry Kevin off. Guys go back to playing. Blue team is still whooping ass. Mm-hmm. It's 10 to 0. <laughs> um, Dylan finally scores a point for the green, for the green team. Mm-hmm. And somehow the game turns around. It's 10 to 7. Um, so during the whole game, we're getting really... Like, we're getting a lot of close-ups of Luke P, mm-hmm. yeah. who is just looking Going. like a straight psychopath yeah. on his field. Yeah. He is playing super great. He's playing like it's the damn Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, he's doing mm-hmm. a lot. No one is here trying to get hurt. Right. Like, yes, we're trying to win because no one likes to lose. Mm-hmm. But, like, why are you tackling the shit out of me right now? <laughs> like... Why are you knocking the wind out of me? Yeah, right. <laughs> this is unnecessary. Oh Relax. God. And she was saying that she wants a manly man who is not afraid to get down and dirty and all this rest of this other like weird language that she uses. And that also means that she likes a man who can like have fun with it too. Right. Like you don't have to murder someone Be to so prove s- that you <laughs> love them. Like, you know what I right. mean? Or to be quote unquote manly or like mm-hmm. rough, like how she's trying to set. Like, yeah, you need to. I don't trust people who are too overly competitive. Okay. Like, period. Okay. Like, people who, as you said, can't find the fun in a game, yeah. can't find the fun in sports. You know those people, you playing a, a board game, taboo, Jenga. Or on, they turn in the fuck up. Like, it's. <laughs> We're on Jeopardy and we're playing for money. Like, can you relax? I was trying to have fun, fun little Christmas yeah. taboo game, and now you acting the hell up, and now nobody don't want to play with you. Like, that, I can't stand people like this. Yeah. And he is like that. And for her, it's like I don't know. She's. I feel like for her, she would justify it as, oh, he's you know he's trying really hard. He's like mm-hmm. really competitive. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. it shows he's athletic mm-hmm. and in her mind, quote unquote, manly. Mm-hmm. But it's like no, that's also just like a character flaw, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're right. doing the absolute most. Because what if he plays? Oh my god! Now I'm thinking of the uh, Blackish episode, Monopoly episode. But what if he's like playing with your kids and like doesn't know how to, or your nieces and nephews, and like, or your dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, doesn't know mm-hmm. how to turn that off and oh. hurt somebody. Yes. Like, ugh, no. He would be, he seems like he's going to be that dad who's playing 
football, like catch with his son outside for hours, hours. Yep. until his son like throws the spiral <laughs> correctly, and the poor kid's hands are bleeding. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he's fucking pissed. Ass, want to go inside? Yeah. He's like, no. Like, he seems like that type. Like he needs to relax. Yeah, relax. Yeah. Find the fun in the game. It's a game at the end of the day. Right. Jesus. So Luke P is just getting out of hand. Grant says it best. He said, blood, sweat, and tears. I have been taken a little too literally <laughs> today. Because <laughs> Luke P is literally out for blood. Now, off camera, off, off. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science. With beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media, just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help. From eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. Off camera, of course, the camera conveniently swings away Mm -hmm. when this incident happens. Um, So Luke P., like tackles Luke yes, S. Yeah. Um, or that's what kind of seems like it happens off camera. And then we learn from Luke S and the other guys were talking, um, how Luke P basically body slammed him mm-hmm. and then need him in the face, <laughs> which I can't even like picturing how that looks is so scary. <laughs> <That's wild. laughs> when they kept saying that, I was like, you body slammed you and need your ass in the face. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect his face to be all bloodied and stuff, yes. but he looks fine. Yeah. 
But he looked like he got rough the hell up he by did. Luke P. And the way he was talking about it too, like Luke S just looks like he would be good in like a soul cycle class or like <laughs> orange theory or a fly Water wheel aerobics. maybe. But like this contact sport stuff, nah. Nah, the same for him. Nah. Them in those mm-hmm. curls, nope. Nope. <laughs> Them in those curls. And he has that political career to get right. back to. He can't be walking around with no dinged up body. Mm-hmm. No, the face mm-hmm. is the moneymaker. Exactly. So, so yeah, Luke P was just doing too much with Luke S. Mm-hmm. He tried to apologize to him at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and Luke S was just not having it and walked away with the boys. They were all kind of like, you know, trying to calm him down or whatever. So, time for the nighttime portion of the group date. Miss Hannah B, Lord, what the hell she had on? She looked like fucking Xenon girl of the 21st century. I loved this so much. Justine. Loved, loved, loved. You know what? You know what? Because I love a commitment. And this was a commitment. She had on a crazy glittery shoe. No top underneath the suit. Shoulder pads going. It was metallic. She had on a metallic smoky eye. She had no. oh, I, straight hair, matte face. I thought I was I I loved it because it was a head to toe look. It was ridiculous. I loved she it so like much. A modern day, like Martian or what? <laughs> I don't even know. Someone described her <laughs> as awful. Elton John's microphone, which I think they were trying to be mean. <laughs> but I was like, yes. <laughs> Oh, God, Justine, <laughs> get out of here. This outfit was ridiculous. I loved it so much. I don't know where you would go in this. No. Anywhere. Goodbye. To shop right. Nowhere. <laughs> and with the no shirt underneath, with the boob tape. Yes. Just, just gluing down the silver blazer. Yes. No. Santa. <laughs> uh, so she greets all the guys. Kevin is still in the hospital. <laughs> his shoulder popped back in. <laughs> Missing the damn group date uh, after party. So Hannah, she heard about the little scuffle between Luke P, Luke S, mm-hmm. and she pulls Luke P, P. first. Yeah. Um, so she pulls Luke P first, and he admits he had an incident with Luke S, but he claims that Luke S tried to swing on him, and he defended himself. Do you? always look at him and think he's guilty of something doesn't he constantly look like he is guilty yes he always <laughs> looks like he's in the wrong he always <laughs> looks like what did he, what did they do swallow the canary or whatever the hell that phrase is like he always mm-hmm. looks like because his eyes are like wide he's looking Darn. around his yep. eyebrows are up i don't know and i don't know why she can't see that I don't get it either. He's not a good liar. You no, can see the lie no. all up in his eyes. He looks like a little kid who has a brownie yes. behind their back and they weren't supposed to eat chocolate. Yeah, with chocolate dripping down his <laughs> damn lip. That's why he ain't eat the damn brownie. That's what he looked like. <laughs> and she, for whatever reason, don't see the crumbs. This don't make no sense. <laughs> Somehow she's the only one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So he tells her a straight lie, talk about Lucas trying to swing on him. And she's just like, you know, all my emotions are just so high when I'm with him. And, you know, she asks him if he's had any other, any other incidents with any other guys in the house. And he claims no. <laughs> and then 
talks a whole bunch of bullshit, trying to like assure her that everything is fine, blah, 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 blah. So then Luke P, in an effort to continue to defend himself and now throw Luke S under the bus, mm-hmm. tells Hannah that he himself has actually seen some red flags come up with Luke S. Mm. And she's like, what? What? Tell me. Be honest. And he tells her that Luke S is always talking about his brand and how he has a tequila liquor company that he's always talking about in the house. And he's actually never heard him talk about Hannah. And it's like, yeah, I would never lie to you about this. <laughs> and Hannah's just like eating all of this mm-hmm. up and is like so concerned now about Luke S's intentions. It's like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, <laughs> why can't Luke get the same treatment as Jed? Thank you. Like, I cannot. So, uh, Hannah then pulls Luke S next mm-hmm. and to get his side of the, the rugby incident. And he tells her that Luke P body slammed me. <laughs> she <laughs> 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 this shit just sounds so <laughs> It sounds crazy because he's like walking and talking. I'm like, if this man That's really <laughs> body slammed you, I feel like you would die. You would die, and then he need you in the head in the for the face? cherry on top. Like, <laughs> what? Are you like okay? <laughs> that guy's a big ass. Dude. Yeah, he is very large. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, that's his story. It's the same consistent story that he told from the rugby field. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he's like, look, a lot of us are irritated with Luke P. Mm-hmm. First, he tells you that he was in love with you after two days. Then the next day he was not getting his way and he talked about he wanted to go home and was falling out of love. Mm-hmm. And then today he body slams me and he flat out tells her, like, I urge you to talk to the other guys about him. Yeah. Because he, like, knows, like, everyone will co-sign everything he's saying right now. <laughs> and so Hannah then, you know, she confronts him about his alleged tequila brands. And she's like, well, you know, Luke P told me something a little bit concerning about you. And brings it up with him. And Luke basically has to defend himself against this foolishness Mm -hmm. and says that, you know, he's really there for her. And we learn in his confessional that his tequila business isn't even a business. It's like an idea that he's talking about with people. And suddenly it's a full-fledged brand that he's trying to promote, which Luke P was just straight lying about, Mm -hmm. it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Or exaggerated, Uh, maybe. mm Mm-hmm. And so... After this, Hannah, she sits down with, like, guy after guy after guy. And they're each one it's corroborating Luke S's frame story. Frame on top of frame on top frame of frame. by frame. <laughs> Dustin corroborates Luke S's story. Mike says he, we all literally heard Luke P say that he was going to uh, tell you that he, that he was going to quit the show mm-hmm. and was falling out of love with you. Mm-hmm. Dylan says there's a reason that 95% of the guys in the house don't get along with him. Like, it was guy after guy after guy just giving all of the receipts and evidence Mm -hmm. that Luke P is just trash. Mm -hmm. And so uh, all the guys are hanging out together, and they're all chatting shit about Luke P. Luke P walks back to the guys, um, and they each just start going in on him. Um, Mike, Mm -hmm. he says, he's frustrated. He's like, this is the third date, like the third time where the whole day is about you. you. Like we're tired Mm -hmm. of you, (laughs) like enough. And so Luke P, he starts defending himself about the whole 
rugby scuffle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? Like, I don't even actually remember how it happened. Um, but, you know, he had his, his fist clenched and he was coming after me. Mm-mm. This is where he obviously got my nigga, you ain't shit moment. Perfect. Because you need to get your lives straight. <laughs> you right. Literally, you... Yes, this live was evolving. (laughs) Oh my god, it was like a caterpillar to a butterfly. Yes. (laughs) First, you said you don't remember how it happened, and then literally in the next breath, you said he had his fist clenched and was coming after you. What? Which is it? Right. So I love that Garrett Kushner 2.0 immediately (laughs) called him out for lying. Yes, immediately immediately was like, bro, you literally just said you don't remember, and now you're saying that he came at you with, like, what is it? And then Luke just looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, no, I do remember now. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's coming back to me a little bit. Like, and that's when all the guys were literally were like, this is comical. Mm-hmm. And half of them got up and just left the room. They were, like, cracking up because Luke P is just ridiculous. Oh, my God. It reminded me a lot of, like, a season one, first season housewife on a reunion show. Yes, it was very reunion, you know, <laughs> like housewife reunion. Yeah, someone's coming with receipts and somebody's denying it. Yeah, and then they show the, the clip and then they're like, "Well, you know, I yeah. did think this." Ugh, yeah, just ridiculous. So Garrett gets his one-on-one time mm-hmm. and tells Hannah that he has a little crush on her. And she's so excited and says that their relationship is growing. What relationship? <laughs> he revealed nothing. nothing. He told her nothing. nothing. All he said was he had a crush on her, and she got so hyped mm-hmm. it was a little over the top mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, back to the Luke versus Luke. So Luke P, Luke S, they sit and hash it out. Wait. Luke S. Can- we missed Kevin. Who came back with his arm taped to him? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a very odd like 1776 <laughs> <Yes>. sling. <laughs> he literally looked like he was going to call Salino and Barnes. Like he looked like the advertisement. <laughs> Salino and Barnes, <laughs> injury attorneys. A hundred eight 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 eight. He did. It looked like. <laughs> He's going to call the small claims court yes. and come sue Luke P, whoever the hell body slammed his ass and broke his damn shoulder. See, if the episode ended in one hour, he would have been my nigga, you ain't shit. Because what, what you look like with all that, bro? What are you doing? That. Anyway. <laughs> Bless him. Um, back to Luke versus Luke. So they sit and have a chat. Luke S confronts Luke P. Now, Luke P, he's trying to save face. Mm-hmm. And was like, you know what? You know, I would like to get to know you on a deeper level. Mm. You know, all I'm trying to do is just try and be cool with you. And Luke S literally cannot with the bullshit, so he just walks yeah. off. Like mm-hmm. when people, that's when you feel like you're being. He's he's being gas. He's trying to being gaslight. Him. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even going to participate in this. I'm just going to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um. So Hannah, she has a cute little moment with Peter the pilot. Who is still just all cute and falling in love with this girl. Yes. Um, and says that she's everything he's ever wanted and he feels butterflies and all this whatever. So date rose time and Hannah awards the date rose to what she says is the one 
one of you who was very vulnerable in your own way. And the date rose goes to Garrett, who Which, said nothing but I have a crush on you. Yeah. And somehow that is called vulnerability. So I guess. I mean, I guess he was one of the two guys who didn't go there and talk about Luke P. True, so. but you gonna have to say a little bit more than I got a crush on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> Anyways, next day, Hannah is hanging by the seaport. She's Mm -hmm. about to do her one-on-one date with Tyler, the quarterback. And she's in her interviews, and she's crying. She's, you know, confused over the whole Luke P nonsense. Mm -hmm. She says to the camera, I have feelings for him. Probably the strongest, Mm. and I don't know if I'm reading him the right way. Mm. <laughs> what the actual fuck, Hannah? <laughs> you have the strongest feelings for him? Yeah, that was surprising. That was really shocking. He's put you through nothing but straight anxiety and angst yeah. for the last three episodes. Every yeah. group day he's been in drama. And how yep. are you saying that you have the strongest feelings for him? That made me really want to, like, interview her. Like, I really want to know how her dad treated her mom. Like, how does she think relationships should be? Um, What's her definition of, like, husband material? Like, I have so many questions now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of context we're missing, I feel like. Yeah. She's just looking crazy. And I feel like history, because if you're attracted to somebody like that on the deepest level, that mm-hmm. says something about mm-hmm. you and your preferences mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and how you've lived your lifestyle previously. So I'd like to know more. Yeah. And we that's this is what's so fresh. We have no context <clears throat> into her at all. Yeah. We have no insight into her past relationships aside from that one little conversation she had with Colton last season where she was talking about her boyfriend who oh, right. she lost her virginity to and then mm-hmm. she felt She's bad so for her or some shit afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We know nothing about her relationship with her dad or her relationship mm-hmm. between her parents. Right. We have no idea why she is so head over heels for Luke P of mm-hmm. all people. She just is out here looking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt bad because every, I feel like every bachelorette has this moment where they go on a one-on-one the day after the Mm -hmm. guys were acting a fool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're just a sobbing mess. Like this happened to Becca. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure this happened to Rachel. Yeah. But it's the guy that she's having this fit over that makes me not want to feel bad for her. Right. (laughs) Oh, very little sympathy. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she's feeling all these feels. And meanwhile, she has a date with Tyler who mm-hmm. walks up in true Tyler form, head cocked to the side. So mm-hmm. what up, girl? Oh, <laughs> I can't. I love it. Uh, I didn't love it yet. Yeah. At this point in the episode, I'm still like, fuck this dude. <laughs> um, so her energy is noticeably really down. Mm-hmm. And she sits with Tyler and tells him that, you know, she really wants to have fun, but honestly, she's not feeling very fun right now. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about how, like, yesterday was a lot, all the drama and stuff. And Tyler, he had some nice words. I, I, I really appreciated what he said. Um, he said, you know, you're going to make, this is going to make, all, this whole experience is going to make you better at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to come out more amazing at the end of this, and you're going to be with an amazing person. 
and you know said to her i just want to show you that i'm the guy that can make you feel better and fix you up yeah and i thought that was that was kind because yeah yes kind. obviously being the lead like is hard you're dealing with like so many people so many Mm -hmm. emotions you don't have any friends or family to like talk to you like talk you through it Mm -hmm. um but it was nice to get a reminder that like at the end of this experience you're gonna come out okay you're gonna come out having learned so much about yourself yeah and then the perk is at the end hopefully you find somebody that you can have like a real connection with so Mm -hmm. well said tyler c um so for their date they hop on a boat and they're going like lobster fishing lobster trapping i think it was like kind of cool Mm-hmm. They look kind of cool. It's like a, the deadliest catch. <laughs> like yeah. Date, yeah. Minus the, like, craziness of the deadliest catch. <laughs> you ever seen that show? No. It's <laughs> wild. Oh, really? my God. The people that fish, like, lobster and uh, crabs and stuff, mm-hmm. they go out into, like, the deep, deep, like, mm. oceans of, like, Alaska or whatever, um, where it is rocky as hell. There's mad waves. Ooh. And... It's just wild. It looks like um, fucking, I don't even know. Like, they're, like their boat almost is, like, capsized all the time <laughs> oh by these crazy waves that are rushing. All so yeah. they can catch lobster and, like, shit that we eat as, like, luxuries all the time. These guys are out here, like, fucking killing themselves Ugh. in, like, cold-ass water, like, with all these crazy machinery catching the shit. I don't know. Made me really appreciate uh, yeah, lobster, lobster people. Yeah. Lobster is good, though. Thank you. It is so good. So Ooh. good. It's not easy to catch, though. Um, so anyways, they go out on this boat, and they're going lobster fishing, um, and then they get to eat the lobster that they catch, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And they do have a really fun day. He makes her laugh, and he was just being really, like, patient and comforting and all that yeah. good stuff, like, all day, which is nice. Um, for the nighttime portion of their date, they head to dinner at the white horse tavern mm-hmm. founded in 1673 whoa yeah that shit is old yeah i don't 16- like being in places in america that are that old yeah because the spirits that are there i don't know mm-hmm. about them because yeah. if we go back in time people that look right. like us yeah they walk around with much rights so i don't no. feel like my spirit doesn't belong here and most likely <laughs> built it Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and are um, working it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Just talking about it. Mm. Mm-mm. Not mm-mm. Ain't for me. Yeah. Um, but Miss Hannah and Tyler walked in there all nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hannah tells Tyler that, you know, I was really excited it was you today. I know you notice that they say that a lot. Uh, and it makes date. me wonder if they have cho- if they know ahead of time who's going on. The, if they yeah. have any say in who's going on each of the dates, this is one question I've never like clarified. We never clarified yes. with uh, any of our interviewers, yeah. interviewees. Um, but she was like, "Yeah, I'm so excited it was you today," um, because he was able to like calm her down and be, have fun with her and blah 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 blah. Mm. Um, so she admits that she too was not so sure about that face of his mm-hmm. and said mm-hmm. that she thought that he was a player mm-hmm. um and it made you know he made her immediately want to like put a wall up with him 
Um, which understandably so, you see somebody look like that, it's like, eh, mm-hmm. I wonder your intentions. <laughs> yeah, right. In real life or The Bachelorette. <laughs> or The Bachelor, exactly, because this face is too damn pretty. Yeah. So, you know, she flat out asks him, you know, what were your intentions coming into this experience? And Tyler gave a very interesting story, finally saw some yeah. depth to him. Um, he admitted that he almost didn't come on the show because his dad almost died two months mm-hmm. before um, he came out for the show and he said his dad, he didn't really say what his dad was going through, but he was, you know, something very serious. He was in the hospital. He was in a coma for 10 days. Mm-hmm. He had to sign away his right, like all kind of yeah. craziness. Scary. Um, his dad eventually went into surgery, came out of surgery and um, had like a steady recovery. Um, but his dad always loved watching The Bachelor and watched last season and was a huge fan of Hannah B and really encouraged Tyler to go on the show. I and really need Tyler to have a hometown date and for all this story to align because that was a little <laughs> too perfect for me. Okay. That's a good point. That was a really good point. That, I was listening to him, and I was like, damn, your dad was in a coma. He had to sign away his rights. And then when he was like, we would watch The Bachelorette together. I was like, would you? (laughs) Really? Right. Your dad also watched The Bachelor and encouraged you to go on the show right after his recovery from a very crazy search. Like, it was, it was. No. It was a picture-perfect story. Yeah. And I need them to get back to hometowns, him be the first hometown. Okay, mm-hmm. no room for, uh, you know, planning Prep. and plotting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I That's need some, some evidence here because I was, mm-hmm. hmm. Still don't trust his face. <laughs> it's not even his face. I, it wouldn't matter who that was. I would, that is a very unlikely story. It could be, li- it was a very, it was a very picture perfect story. That yes, if it is, right. If it is in fact, it's like, wow, okay. Then you really were meant to be here. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, boy. I don't know. Um, but it was still nice to kind of see like some depth to him and mm-hmm. finally hear him like say a little bit more about himself. He always seems to just mm-hmm. speak in very like blanket statements about yeah. her being awesome and badass and like, I can't wait <laughs> to spend time with you. And, yeah. Yeah, like all these kind of like just very generic generalizations. So um but yeah, I, I started to come around to him. He was pretty sweet to her all day. It was nice to hear some context about like how he got on the show allegedly and mm-hmm. um yeah, finally got to hear him say some of the substance. So um they end up leaving the date. Um I think she awards him the date rose at some point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they leave the date and they head to this theater uh, where their names were on the marquee mm-hmm. and so much of screaming fans outside and then they head inside and behind the metaphorical double doors mm-hmm. is Jake Owen <laughs> singing some simple ass <laughs> whack ass song that he definitely wrote that morning because the lyrics were so simple this was obviously my escape to Wakanda moment. Obviously. <laughs> when I when they opened up those double doors and I just saw Jake with his guitar and no band and no backup dancers, no nothing, I was backup like, Jake dancers. is going to be terrible. Jake <laughs> is gonna be terrible. And oh he and he he had a nice voice. A nice voice of that lyric. I forgot. I meant to write it down. It was just something so generic. It was like, you are beautiful today. Like, it was so, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was so simple and whack. And it 
sounded like something that he wrote in his dressing room right before mm-hmm. coming on stage. Yeah. Um, so they dance in front of the screaming fans, of course. Yeah. Um, time for the cocktail party. Um, I'm assuming it's the next night. Yeah. All the guys head for the cocktail party. Everyone still can't stand Luke P. Mm-hmm. Everyone tonight wants to focus on Hannah and just they're over the whole Luke P. Lucas drama. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hannah, she arrived. She looks beautiful. I loved her outfit. It was very simple. Like a simple See, black like spaghetti strap gown. You know, I was just disappointed after her Elton John moment. I was like, ugh. You and that ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Elton John moment. You could have that. I like the simple black. Yes, the snow is very nice, but mm-hmm. she had a nice little low ponytail. It was cute. Um, so Hannah sits with Peter first. Peter mm-hmm. is wearing a terrible bright pink shirt. Yeah. Loud as shit. This is not cute. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks her to officially be his girlfriend. Despite the fact that he has, she has 14 others <laughs> in the house. But okay, y'all can play this game. Uh-huh. Um, and he just tells her that he's like really ready and excited to give her his all. And, mm-hmm. you know, they just hardcore make out on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy Mike talking about his queens oh my God. again. Oh, ho, ho, Mike. Michael, <laughs> Mike. Mike. The queens, his queens, his queens. So, uh, what was yeah. so weird about this, I thought, was how he said he could see her being his fourth and last queen and did not say why, did not say what he she had in common with the other three queens. His sister, his mother, and his grandmother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just didn't give, like, much context there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I hate it because, you know, it's my boo for life. But I was like, uh, and then Hannah was looking at her like, why are you talking like this? <laughs> <laughs> she was looking at him like that. She was looking at him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like, that was the first time she's heard the term queen. Yeah, probably. She looked very confused, mm-hmm. but was like, had that smile on, but like still very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, yeah, I don't know. The queen thing, I never really like that uh, yeah. terminology. Just sounds corny mm-hmm. uh, but mike has a very nice smile he has the best smile in the house mike Great is the best tea. in the house yes when he smiles his whole face like lights up like mm-hmm. you can feel the joy yeah I love it. yeah you know it's genuine it's very <laughs> yeah, genuine smile. you really feel his like happiness it makes yeah. you want to smile it's cute yeah um so back at the group mike kevin and jed are sitting around talking about how um, they're questioning, like, if Luke P gets a rose, it almost kind of diminishes the meaning of a rose. Because, mm-hmm. like, this guy's a nutbag. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, so as they're talking about this, of course, Luke P comes walking right up. Mm-hmm. And Mike immediately confronts him and says straight out, like, you're the cause of her not being her happiest right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is true. She's been, like, in a funk for the last, like, all yeah, literally all through Tyler C's day. Uh, and it was right, she had a Luke. breakdown, <laughs> yeah, a whole full on breakdown because of OS, yeah. Um, and Luke P, of course, is like, no, Luke S is the cause. And Mike is like, you flat out need the dude in the face, like, right. 
you are crazy. Mm-hmm. Then Luke P tries to say that his story just keeps changing. This guy is just get Evolving. your lies straight. <laughs> now he's saying that he actually was walking over Luke S mm-hmm. and perhaps a piece of his cleat might have hit him in the face, like <laughs> in the shoulder. In the shoulder. I can't. You need a one. You need a better lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two. You need to stick to the first lie that you gave. You can't right. come up with this other bullshit. And now you no. was walking over him, and your cleat hit him in the face. Come on. Oh my God! You're in a house all day with no internet. Write down a regular lie and stick to it. Rehearse it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so after he gives that bullshit, Mike just goes in, mm-hmm. just goes in on him. It was like, I don't think you're right for Hannah. You're aggressive. You're abnormally violent. <laughs> you lie about things. Your character has shown that you're unstable. You're a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, as he's saying all this, <coughs> Luke is sitting there with like his fist clenched. Yeah. Yeah. So like bizarre. the Arthur fist. Which, the Arthur fist. Like, yeah. This whole, what, they like zoomed in on his Arthur fist. The mm-hmm. um, and then Mike is like, you know what? You think I'm a threat to you. I'm the biggest threat to you right now. And it's like Mike and Luke go back. Yeah. There. But didn't Luke P. also say, like, I was defending myself against Luke S.? Mm-hmm. He, he still that was his first. That that's the one consistent lie he keeps saying. And frame by frame, I had to take it. My man Mike said, Luke, in the same <laughs> yeah. cadence as Drake, <laughs> is from Soldier Boy's uh, Power 105 interview, which was my um, escape to a condo moment. What? I wanted to take Mike with me because cl- nobody oh. else left. <laughs> Nobody else left. I had two Escape to Wakanda moments this time because I just couldn't take it. That I, I felt like I was the only one watching who caught it. I didn't catch it because I don't know what the hell you're talking about right now. <gasps> Natasha! <laughs> Drake. What? Okay, so you know that Soulja, Soulja Boy, Boy interview where he's like, Drake? No. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Uh, I guess I can't go with y'all to Wakanda this time. <laughs> I'm hearing oh. you say this story, and I'm just like, where's she, where she going with this? What's she talking about? <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> Anyone who makes it this far in the episode, tweet us if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. There's a Soldier Boy meme of him looking to the side, and he's like, you don't know huh? it? I have no idea. Please send me the picture because I have no clue what you're talking about, girl. This is devastating. Well, let's just move on. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I did catch that when Luke, one day, when Mike said, Luke S. Like, you shocked that Luke S. Like, Luke S. cannot be a threat to Luke P. To Luke P. Please. He was charging at you. And what? He's so tiny compared to you. Please. (laughs) Um, anyways, so Luke S. finally gets some time with Hannah again. Mm -hmm. And he tells her that he's been really upset because, you know, he's had his character basically question, come into question, which is really hard for him. Uh, He said he grew up with two parents who are both social workers. See, they don't have nothing to do with this. This is when he got my nigga you ain't shit moment. Luke S. (laughs) 
your nice parents, who I'm sure are great people, had nothing to do with this or your tequila company. <laughs> so let's all calm down, okay? <laughs> when people start with this, and I know he's like defending himself because yeah. he wants to stay on the show and he wants to get to know her better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really seem like he like likes her like that, that, but he no. seems like he likes her enough. Mm-hmm. And they just go off into these tangents of like, well, when I was three, I got tripped and fell. So there's no reason for me to ever lie that he <laughs> hit me in the face. Like, no, there's no reason for this. You did not have to bring up those two people. Yeah. Oh, my he was God. reaching. He was reaching. But I would say one thing that's really hard <clears throat> to deal with is if your character is being called into question. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone is lying on you and mm-hmm. is lying on your integrity. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is whack and yeah. really hard to deal. And you can't even like defend yourself because someone just lied. And it's someone who has like a little bit of a higher like oh, advantage to her mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's reaching at this point and <laughs> talking about his social worker parents who raised him with high moral fiber and whatever the fuck. So. <laughs> oh my God. I was just listening like, Luke, do you know how you sound right now? Oh, no. And uh, he said all that and Hannah was not buying it because oh, she was yeah. not sympathetic to Luke. Mm-mm. She said, you know, I know that there's other men who don't really get along with Luke P. But, you know, I see both sides and I'm still trying to work out my emotions. And I don't know who to trust. I'm really Every, just everyone- irritated with both of you. Everyone here just needs to be honest. Luke S., you need to be honest. If you wanted to have a tequila company, listen. Jed talking about his new album. Luke mm-hmm. P., you attacked this young man for no reason. Just say so. <laughs> you need meds. It's fine. Hannah, <laughs> you know Luke S. is not your husband. Eliminate him. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Stop playing around with this dude. You Stop not it. like him. Just send him home. Send him but home. But the thing is, if she sends him home, she has to send home Luke P., too. Right, yes. Because she knows yeah. she's going to look crazy. That's why she's trying to at least still give him a chance mm-hmm. at the same time. So, um, But either way, she is not into him. She's not buying anything he's saying. Mm-hmm. She flat out tells him that she's irritated with both of them. Mm-hmm. So Luke, he's in his, Luke S., he's in his interview just very frustrated, and he's like, that conversation was very alarming, and it seems like she's siding with Luke P. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he fucking hates life right now. Um, so Luke S. immediately confronts Luke P. Um, specifically about the tequila thing, bringing up the tequila company. And he does it in front of all of the guys, which is very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and he flat out says to Luke P., like, do you, do you actually think I'm here for that? Like, you actually think I'm here to promote a company? Um, and Luke S. admits in front of all of the guys, no. And he tells them that he's going to tell um, Hannah that he thinks Luke S is here for the right reasons so meanwhile Garrett, Jed is still silent I just want to point that out <laughs> yes <laughs> Jed who told his own damn narrative of being here for some bullshit is sitting there with a rose pinned to his lapel and a, meanwhile, and a mouth poor, zip shut uh-huh. Meanwhile, poor Luke S. is trying to defend himself against the Bring his parents into this. idea that he said one time in a information in a <laughs> fucking interview and Luke P. walked by the door and heard it. And now he's trying to, like, defend himself against his foolishness. Oh, my Lord. God. 
So Garrett now made a really great point when Luke P said that he was going to go tell Hannah that Luke S is actually here for the right reasons. Garrett was like, hold up now. Mm-hmm. You can't just suddenly go up there and say, you know, Luke S is here for the right reasons. You have to say that what you said before was wrong. Was wrong. Yes. Yes. You have to go back on what you said, mm-hmm. which was a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew immediately that Luke P was not going to do this. No. Because <laughs> no. he would look ridiculous mm-hmm. going up there and being like, well, actually, I lied before. Luke S actually <laughs> is a great guy. Like, there's no way that he's going to word it in this way. Yeah. Um, but Luke P verified to the guys that he's going to, you know, make this right and go back and tell Hannah, you know, that all was good with Luke S. So Luke P goes and chats with Hannah. And this dude, this dude is terrible. He's just a terrible person. Yeah. He says, you know, the last person I want to talk to you about right now is Luke S. And, you know, he asked me to come up here and put in a good word for you. (laughs) And, you know, in my opinion, um, my mind hasn't changed about him. So. This dude is so he's, slimy and he manipulative. Is. He wow. is. Because none of that was a lie. None of that was a lie. Mm-hmm. But the way he worded he it. He worded it, yeah. yeah. was terrible. Yep. Um, so Hannah, she and her confessional was like, this is so crazy. Like the last time Luke S. was saying Luke P. was a monster. Now Luke S. is telling Luke P. to come and get, put in a good word for me. Mm-hmm. So it's just continuing to make Luke S. look terrible. Yeah. Like his yeah. whole character is getting buried right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Hannah's eyes. Um, so now Hannah confronts Luke S. And Luke S., he did not do a very good job of de- defending himself at all. Yeah, for someone in politics, I was right. like, don't you know how to spin this a little bit better? But right. Put know. no spin on it. And basically just sat there looked like a bumbling idiot and was like, no, that's not what I told him to say, blah, 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 blah. Like, didn't really do a good job. Um, so now Luke S. goes back and confronts Luke P. again in front of all of the guys and says, like, why would you frame it to Hannah mm-hmm. saying Luke told me to tell you good things about him? Like, mm-hmm. and so Luke P. is just kind of, he's a bumbling idiot. He's caught. Yeah. He's caught. Yeah. And Luke S is smart because he's doing this in front of all the guys. So mm-hmm. all the guys are also now able to co-sign that Luke P is lying. Ain't shit. Yeah. Ain't shit and keeps saying one thing and doing another. Right. So all the guys in the room were like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you literally just said in front of all of us that you were going to set this thing right. Mm. Garrett was pissed as fuck. All the guys just look fucking pissed on behalf of Luke S because... Mm. Luke P just straight lied in front of everybody and mm-hmm. just went upstairs and threw Luke S under the bus. Um, and then Luke S kind of just like threw up his hands. And, you know, like, you know what? Karma's a bitch. You're going to get yours. Yeah. So yeah. that's all he can like do at this point. Because mm-hmm. he, he just looks stupid going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to like, right. defend himself to Luke. Yeah. To no Hannah. Point. And each time she confronts him with some other lies and nonsense that Luke <laughs> P keeps making up about him. <laughs> like, <laughs> character is shot to hell like forget it um so hannah she comes into the room and she asks to speak to both of both of the lukes and she pulls them into another room and they just sit down and she says you know i'm really confused i want you two to talk it out 
Um, and this moment was very reminiscent of last season with Onyeka and Nicole. Yes! <laughs> when they had that cat fight in yes. front of Colton. <laughs> I was trying to think of that moment. I was like, was that Paradise? But it was uh, Bachelor. And that was last season. Shout out to uh, Colton season episode six, Fighting Like Two Bodega Cats. Go <laughs> listen to that. If yes. You have it. Oh, my God. Uh, and then, yeah, the episode ends to be continued. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode, that my friends. Um, so we got a preview of next week, and not a lot is happening next week. They go to Scotland. They go to Scotland. Okay, I, I am know that. dying to go to Scotland. Are you? Yes, because I love okay. Highland cows. Shout out to Scotland. Anyone who's pet a Highland cow, I'm jealous. Oh, you do be talking about these cows, mm-hmm. Justine. I it love just them. hit me. I was like, what's she talking about? Them damn cows that you always be talking about. <laughs> you made me Google one time. I was like, I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited because this episode next week looks dry as hell. Yeah, it looks like um, a repeat of this episode. Yeah, it was like <laughs> more footage of the Luke P, Luke S foolishness. Mm-hmm. We have Luke P saying that he's at his breaking point. Um, then it looks like Peter's going to get a one-on-one date, Peter mm-hmm, the pilot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we got some, looks like very manufactured potential drama with Jed calling Tyler a snake but it didn't really look like it looked like a lot of like Franken editing Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. piecing something together but I don't even know if it actually looks like much so uh, yeah that was the episode yeah we'll see We'll see. Um, but yeah, anyways, tune in tonight for our live stream. Q&A. Head on over to Patreon. We'll be there at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to answer yep. all your questions. Bring your dinner. Come eat with us. Mm-hmm. And we'll you know, have some fun together. Um, and yeah, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram. Screenshot Patreon yourself mm-hmm. listening to our podcast and tag it in your story. Share us with the world. And we'll be back next week. Yes, for all thousand of you. We hit it. Woohoo! Woohoo! We love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.